Hello, and welcome to Midlothian High School's very own podcast, Trojan Talks. Today, we will be addressing mental health. We'll hear from Maria Angela Catalico, MD Psychiatric Specialist, who we are excited to feature on this episode. Hi, Dr. Catalico. How are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? So good. Very eager to come into this interview. Uh, just for you viewers, this is our third time recording. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Anyways, uh, so why don't you go ahead and tell us about yourself, um, what you specialize in, and why you chose this field. All right. Uh, my name is Angela, I'm Dr. Angela Catolico. I'm a physician specializing in psychiatry, and I've been a psychiatrist for 21 years. Um, I spent six years of my practice in California and the rest here in Virginia. And I am currently working at Chesterfield County Mental Health Support Services as medical director. And I have been working with them for the past 15 years. And seven of those years were both with ECU and Chesterfield County. So I chose this field because I saw uh, firsthand how people have struggled um, through, the, through depression, anxiety, and a lot of other mental illnesses in medical school. And um, I wanted to um, be there um, to be able to provide treatment for um, these folks. And there were many of my classmates already wanting to become pediatricians, internists, surgeons. Not many wanted to go into psychiatry. So I said, that's where I need to go because that's where the need is. Um, how would you define mental health uh, as yourself? Mental health um, is a person's state of psychological and emotional as well as social well-being. It's uh, how we think, feel, act, and how we handle stress and overall challenges around us. How do you, like, if a person was to question whether they had a mental illness, how would you know if you had it personally? Like, uh, what are some ways to help if you're struggling? What can you do for yourself? Okay. Well, most of the time, we'll see first, most common um, mental illnesses, depression and anxiety. That's the two most common mental illnesses. Um, And most of the time when people are depressed, they will experience, you know, many significant symptoms like, you know, feeling sad and not understanding why they are sad all the time. Um, They don't enjoy things the way they did. They could complain of being tired all the time, can't sleep, or sometimes too much sleep. Um, depressed folks can't concentrate as well. Um, and some, some don't realize that um, anything is wrong. Sometimes they don't know that it could be early stages of depression, and they ignore what they feel. They think they're just having a bad day until someone notices or something bad happens. For example, somebody feels a test or, you know, a grade. Um, So that's when they know something is wrong. What is the most common struggle that you see in teenagers? And if you had to advise them to do things about it, what would you advise? Okay. The most common problems that most teens face today, um, it's like a lot of problems with, you know, self-esteem, body image, stress related to grades, 
um, college applications, um, bullying, depression, addiction, drinking, smoking, peer pressure, competition. Those are some of the things that um, teenagers struggle with um, that I've seen. And advice for them, um, one, you know, be nice to themselves. Do not compare themselves to others. Do not care about what others think of you. Um, value yourself. Take care of your body. Find good friends. Find time to relax. You know, seek help. Talk to someone if you feel something is wrong. I was going, I, we were looking at some research and we noticed that people were seeing rises in eating disorders and many people are starting to know friends with them. Um, can you add anything to that? Eating disorders is probably one of the deadliest um, type of mental illnesses around because a lot of people can die from it. Um, looking at some stats, over 10,000 deaths each year can be a direct result of an eating disorder. So that's about one death in 52 minutes. Um, it's a pretty serious condition. And, you know, body image issues is... Uh, you know, one of the biggest things and commonly seen in teens, but they can also be seen as well in adults, like athletes or models. Um, you, I've seen people develop eating disorders at that age. Um, and 26% of folks who have eating disorders do attempt suicide. So it is pretty serious and uh, needs like um, is there a certain mindset that people should go about life just in general to help them have less of a chance of developing a mental illness? Um, it always helps to have a, a positive attitude, a positive view of life, you know, and, and um, practicing a healthy lifestyle. You know, healthy habits early on helps significantly. Simple things such as eating nutritious um, meals, exercising, you know, having good relationships, healthy relationships, avoiding illicit drugs and alcohol. Those are big things. So what are some signs that someone is struggling and how can we help them? Um, most common, uh, persistent sadness, crying, um, isolation, you know, people all of a sudden don't want to go out with friends, don't want to watch movies, talking about hurting oneself, um, changes in functioning in school, lowered grades, changes in behaviors like skipping classes or somebody who has a dramatic weight loss. Now, normally, if you know someone well, you will usually pick up on these changes. Um, how you can help? Several things biggest thing is uh listening talking to them um not judging you know, just listen 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 never say snap out of it acknowledge their struggles because they're real um earn their trust um tell them that you care and then encourage them to get help um, encourage them to talk to parents or another trusted adult, teacher, or counselor, and let them know that you care about them. 
I can imagine those are all very important factors, especially like the don't judge them, make them feel comfortable and that you want to help. So what if we have a friend that is continuing to deny the fact that they might have a, um, a mental health issue? How would you approach that? Yeah. Asking them first how they think they're doing um, and asking them how they see themselves. Do they feel like they're struggling um, and let them decide, you know, when they feel, you know, they need help or not. But if you continue to see concerning behaviors, then a good friend will always say that like, Hey, I'm concerned about you. You're not usually like this. Tell me, tell me what's wrong. Mm -hmm. I will listen and I will do the best I can to help you out. But let me know too, how I can help as your friend. So just staying, staying connected and telling them that you do care sometimes helps them be more open. Should we like ask them how we can personally help them? Yes, it's always a good, um, uh, cause sometimes people will not be open to seeking help if people just push them to. So, you know, let them go their own pace and yes, it is, uh, it is probably wise to ask them, how do you think I can help you at this point? Mm-hmm. Now, can you talk about some resources that are available for anyone struggling, whether they want people to know or if they are seeking help? Well, I guess if you're looking for a resource, you are seeking help. Right. There are resources in the community. Um, each county will have a community mental health center for Chesterfield County, where I work, Chesterfield County Community Mental Health Services. Um, there's also school school resources um, and counseling, private counseling practices out in the community. Um, for our agency, Chesterfield County Mental Health, if you are a Chesterfield County resident, you want help, you can come in here. They will screen you, they will, um, provide you with options and um, a variety of resources, any age, kids, adults, young adults, um, even people with um, developmental disability, we serve. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's good to know. We will link some of those resources if they have websites and or phone numbers in the description of this podcast episode. So if you are interested, any listeners to find them, it will be easily accessible. Yes. So on a different note, how do you think COVID or how has it statistically changed the um, impact of mental illnesses, like the pandemic and quarantine and all of that? Well, COVID definitely caused an increase in um, mental illnesses, you know, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, the fear for all ages, teens, young adults, adults, because of pandemic related consequences. When the schools closed, you know, there was increase in isolation, you know, de- you know, reduction in social contact. And I read somewhere that during the pandemic, one in three girls and one in five teen boys have experienced new or worsening anxiety during COVID. For adults, loss of jobs resulted in financial consequences and, you know, increase in depression. Um, suicide rates have also increased the past year for all ages. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. Hopefully those numbers will go down and continue to do so even after the world has returned to like its normal levels. 
Um, we are hoping for mm -hmm. that. So whether it be personally or maybe something inherited genetically, what was the piece of advice, like if they inherited a mental illness, sorry to clarify, um, what piece of advice would you give them to move forward? Um, so your question is if somebody develops a mental illness because of genetics, is that right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, the same way I would um, advise anyone suffering from mental illness, um, you know, encourage them to seek help um, and know that there's a lot of resources that could possibly um, provide relief from what they're suffering from. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of also other things that they can do, valuing yourself and choosing healthier lifestyles, um, telling them that they have their own sets of skills, strengths, and weaknesses, and they have the opportunity to work on those strengths and develop skills, um, you know, and talking to family, having connections with healthy friends. Um, those are some of the things that I would continue to advise. Mm -hmm. That seems to be a very prominent point in this podcast, the seek help, you're not alone. So that's obviously a very important factor. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and personal things that you can do um, aside from, you know, getting treatment from providers. You can also do healthy things that will help with your whatever you're struggling from. So we know that there is a um, there's a very vast range of different disorders, but thinking broadly, what is the best piece of advice you'd give to someone struggling? If I were to talk to someone right now struggling, I would say that mental illness is a very challenging condition, and um, I see the struggles. Do not be afraid to seek help. You don't have to struggle alone. There are a lot of treatment options available that might really make a difference in your life. So pretty much, pretty much it. Yeah. Hi Trojans, I'm Ava Reese, here to tell you some facts about mental health. Did you know that 8.4 million Americans provide support and care to an adult suffering from mental health issues? Anxiety disorders are the most common mental health issue among American adults, with 42 million Americans being diagnosed with one. Did you know that 1 in 5 American adults experience some sort of mental health illness? And that depression is currently the leading cause of disability around the world, affecting 264 million people. Almost one half of mental disorders occur before the age of 14. And finally, less than one half of all countries have mental health policies slash support. Thanks for listening. So I think that's all the questions we have. Um, Emma, do you have any other ones? No, I just wanted to say thank you for letting us interview you and we appreciate your input to our podcast. And thank you so, so You're much welcome. for all of your patience. That's all for this episode. Thank you so much, Dr. Catalico and the wonderful students who participated in this episode. Thank you to our listeners, and we hope to see you next time.